ho, ho, and Merry Christmas from beautiful downtown Handen, where uh, it is just a few days before Christmas. It's been a long time since we actually did something about high school football because, because well, I mean, it's there wasn't a heck of a lot to talk about. We had uh, it's just been an, it's just an awful year, and we're trying to get into the holiday spirit here at Game Time CT. It's it's been a while. We're we're glad to see you. We needed to get our uh, we needed to get our, ourselves fired up. We got ourselves all decked out, and we decked the halls with uh, with Santa hats. And I mean, I feel like I'm in Hawaii. Uh, it's uh, it's been an, an absolutely crazy year. So we de- decided to, instead of all the gloom and doom that uh, we've been used to, we're going to do a little something fun here before we uh, head into what we hope will be a much better. 2021 than it was 2020 because it was just a disaster covid and games canceled and seasons canceled and everybody is just uh, just uh, all these just crazy uh, opinions and the yelling and back and forth and start the season stop the season and doctors and oh it's just been a mess and lawyers and you know so it's time for a little fun. <laughs> uh, hello everybody I'm Sean Patrick Bowley with me is Pete Paguaya and our columnist at Game Time CT is Jeff Jacobs. Welcome. We're going to do a little fun. We're going to do the mythical top 10 football poll. We actually looked around the state. We actually solicited some opinions. We, we have no idea who was going to do, who was going to be good at all, or uh, who, who, who the best teams were. We, we, we started off with, uh, with the playoff divisions being set. And then we just didn't have a season. So we're, we figure, what the heck, let's ask around the state, see who they thought was going to be uh, the best teams. And hello, Pete, and hello, Jake. Long a little intro there, but, uh, you know, I'm just exhausted from this whole season. Whole season? We didn't have any season. What are you talking whole... about? <laughs> uh, maybe it's well, the holiday season. Well, the first thing that happened was you guys showed up with Santa Claus hats ambushing me totally. And then <laughs> I, I yelled downstairs to my wife, if we have one, and she starts yelling at me because up in the attic and she can't get it. So I'm already in trouble uh, before this thing's even started. So thanks a lot. But unlike Santa, our poll is going to be mythical. That's very true. Santa is real. And if anyone disagrees, you're lying to yourself. Absolutely. And I just like to say right from the start, um, I appreciate all the feedback from a number of high school coaches last night when I pointed out that perhaps our commander in chief could get army into a bowl after they were left out. And they all started to a uh, half dozen of them all started firing up on me for, uh, for saying that we shouldn't have had football in August and September, but now I'm pushing for army in the midst of a, of a <laughs> pandemic. But thankfully I was only being sarcastic and also thankfully army got into the Liberty bowl today. So yeah, that's good. Cool. Hey, it's the season to be jolly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could tell people that they're still not going to be, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. No, listen, no one is happy about the season being canceled. I don't want to get into that whole mess again, but no one's happy about the season being canceled. Uh, they thought they all could play. We thought that they could probably play. We understood why they decided not to. A lot of uh, states around the country did decide to play, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. So, I mean, I thought everything was on the table and some states were able to do it. We weren't able to do it. You know, what are you going to do? I mean, you could say how much effect it had. I mean, maybe not, maybe some, but there's a lot of cases of COVID going on around 
uh, this country. We're in the depths of it. We're waiting for a vaccine. And everybody's optimistic that we're going to have see some football next, at least next fall. There's still some hope on a spring season with the winter getting pushed back. Who knows? But that's not what we're here for. We're not here to recap all that stuff. We're here to talk about what we thought might have won a state championship or finished top 10 in the, in the football poll. It was the first year since I, I couldn't even tell you when that we didn't run a poll, maybe since, since it started in 1953 um, or 54 or whenever it was. Uh, so we just ask people around the state. We ask, we ask a lot of coaches, a few media members, some from competing outlets. We'll, we'll thank them in a little bit. Uh, but uh, we wanted to see what the general consensus was out there. We asked a lot of good football coaches who they thought were going to be the best teams this season. If you just can't bear it, then I, I totally get it. Um, no, you know, no, no, you have to, you have to listen. You have to listen, Sean. <laughs> how, how many people did we get to the poll? There was nearly fifteen or so. There was. We had uh, thirteen respondents, including the three, uh, two of us on here. Yeah, and they're very, not me, not me. I, right. I, uh, I use my baseball Hall of Fame vote, my Heisman vote, but I'm not. I don't belong on the football uh, high school vote. You guys are entirely too serious for me, by the way. And many of uh, many of you never forgave me for like uh, when I was at the Hartford Current. Um, it was in the '90s. Bloomfield played in Sonia, and a number, of, a great number of the. Uh, uh, high school voters from downstate all had Insonia number one, and uh, uh, the game was at Southern Connecticut, as I recall. And Jack Cochran scored ten, and then he scored twenty, and then he couldn't stop himself. And I I can't remember what the score was, but it was more than fifty and less than ten, I believe, or somewhere around there. And I just kept on provoking everybody in the press box, going. Like, let me get this straight. You had Insonia one, right? Insonia, they're the best team in the state. Just as Jack was running it up, and, uh, and the good old uh, days. In the good old days. So ever since then, uh, I've never been. I, I've never belonged on on this this erudite uh, poll of of media uh, voters. But I trust it's yeah. going to be sparkling this year. Yeah, that's the that's always been the consensus that you know it's it's a southern bias poll. We tried to you know, get a little bit of something from every every area. We got middle of the state, we got northern part of the state, we grabbed one from the eastern part of the state, we got southern, we got, uh, you know, Fairfield County way. We're able to figure this. So we're going to have a little fun here. We're going to figure this out. What I'm going to do, here's how, like, how this works. So we're going to talk about quickly who voted in the poll. Me, Pete, Scott Erickson, who works for us at Game Time CT, Mike Fornabio, who does a lot of the football writing for us at Game Time CT, Sean McFarland of the Hartford Current, which we appreciate him coming on. He uh, did a lot of good work uh, this COVID season, doing a lot of reporting for the Current. Your old haunt, Jake. Uh, David, uh, Dave Rudin from the Rudin Report. Thank you, Dave. Uh, he's helped us out, and we've helped him out over the over the last few months. So we appreciate Dave giving us his his opinion. And uh, Ryan Chischester from uh, the New Britain Herald, right? Yeah. And the uh, yep, the New Britain paper. Uh, he gave us uh, his votes as well. Now, as far as the coaches, we got Bobby Patterson, the still, as I must admit, the still reigning double L champion. Uh, without needing to repeat, he's going to carry his double L championship into 2021. So that's quite the feat there. So Bobby Patterson of Newtown, we asked. Uh, Sean, um, I got to interrupt you here. Sure. He should be able to hold on to that title at, at infinitum after last year. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that was a, the all-time for the ages. And I'll tell you what, as wonderful as that story was, what made it wonderful even more was that how big it became nationally. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was it was it was great for Newtown, but it was great, it was great for Connecticut football too. Oh, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. And we got to see uh, Pete's video be getting circulated last week, and we saw uh, Sean McFarland's video mm-hmm. get circulated last week. Uh, so we got to see a little bit of that. And uh, so Newtown, we have uh, uh, Bobby Patterson. We have Anthony Morello from Greenwich. Uh, he voted. He gave us his votes. We have uh, Andy Guion from Xavier. We have Kevin Frederick from uh, from Maloney. We have uh, uh, Mike Drury from sorry, Mike Mike Drury from Southington. At Chad Neal from Killingly. So that's that is our panel. ECC, ECC. We got to get the ECC in there. Yeah, that is our panel. So we asked them basically. It's a good, it's a good panel. It's a pretty spread yeah. out. We got some Fairfield. We got some New Haven. We got some ECC. We got some north part of the state. I like it. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I mean, we. Oh, it's a tremendous those, panel. Tremendous. All of these coaches. Um, uh, would have had a team that they thought they were going to compete this year. So we'd like to get their thoughts on that. We even said we even encouraged them to vote for themselves if they thought they were loaded, uh, which a few of them did think so. Um, so that is our that is our panel. It's not every, the usual suspects. It's not the usual coaches. But we just figure, you know, we throw our hat on. We asked a few guys. We got to about 13. We said this is pretty a good thing. So uh, the way the, the voting works is it's uh, we're just doing your top 10. Usually we do 15. And then it, we rank the top. So you give us your top 10 and we get the award points based on your ranking in the, in the poll. So, and it's reversed. So number one would get 10 points. Number not, uh, two would get nine points and so on uh, up until uh, number 10, number 10, we get one point. So we, we, we tabulated it all up and, and here's where we stand. So here's how we're going to work this. I'm going to give you the others, the, the runners up, the others receiving votes. Also gonna, receiving votes. I'm going to write right. these down so I don't forget. Right. So, and then I want, so I know who the poll is, and then we're going to go 10 to 1. Uh, obviously, we'll know who number one is by the time we get to number two. But I want you guys to comment on, you know, who you think uh, should they are, they, should they, are they too high? Are they too low? Are you surprised? Are you not surprised? Um, and I can weigh in, weigh in as well. So here is the other receiving votes. There are a bunch of them. I think we had 27 teams voted for at some point. Wow. Yeah, were there a couple of bad ones? Be honest. Were there a couple of bad ones? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> here, here we go. Uh, coming in uh, for a tie, I guess, for number 26 is Amity and Fitch. They each got one vote. Or oh, sorry, they have one point, not one vote. So that means they got each got a 10th place vote. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> coming in, I guess, it's a, a three-way tie uh, is Massick, New Fairfield, and Cheshire. They each got two points. Wow. All alone there is uh, above them is Hall of West Hartford. They got three points. The next uh, one up is, or next two up is a tie. Danbury and Shelton. They each got four points. Then uh, going up is the reigning class M champs, Sheehan, right? Oh, is S, sorry, reigning class S champs, Sheehan, with five points. Wow. 
Above them is Fairfield Ludlow with six points. New Britain is above Fairfield Ludlow with seven points. Then you have a tie between Middletown and Platt. They each got eight points. Simsbury got 10 points. Above them is a tie. Killingly, which was the Class M runners-up last year, and Xavier come in with 15 points. And at number 11 is, drumroll, Airfield Prep, 21 points. Interesting. Can, can I make a couple <laughs> of comments? You guys, fire away. Fairfield Prep. Now, if if a couple of players hadn't gone to the Lone Star State, one of them going to Duke, Mr. Nick Morris Jr., and another, uh, Mr. was Connor Robertson. Yep. Uh, offensive yeah. line. This is assuming they didn't go because they we would have had a season. They didn't go, and now they and their and their quarterback left, um, Chase Young, or yeah. was it Champ. Chase Champ Long? Chase Chase Young. Uh, I got Giants night 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 nightmares in my head. Um, Ch- Champ Long, he left. He went to New Jersey too. So oh, Prep. see now Fairfield Prep would have would have been on a top ten team. Now, instead, we have two guys on uh, a team that has been ranked top ten in the nation. Yeah, West well, Westlake Austin, Texas. I mean, they're still going. They're, Fairfield- they're playing to January. You know, if they if they keep on winning. So they may play so long, they may come back to Fairfield. Oh, look, I'll be honest. I'm not surprised they're preps 11. I don't think they – I mean, I didn't put them in my top 10. Even with Morris and Robertson and Vaccarella yeah. last year and, you know, Long last year, they weren't a top 10 team at the end of the year. Um, I think they very well could have ended up being one. But just based off paper, what this is, this is just based off paper. Um, I don't think – I'm not surprised that they're not in there. Simsbury – you know, Aiden Boshan's a very good quarterback. Uh, they had a really great year. They won a playoff game, which a lot of people didn't think they were going to do last year when they hosted Cheshire. Um, Killingly also probably would have been into the top 10 at the end of the year, depending on how far they went in the playoffs. And then Xavier, I've been on the Xavier train since last year. I feel like high school football is better when Xavier is good at football. Um, I've said this many times to Andy. When when Xavier's good, everybody hates Xavier, and that's good for high school football. And not hate. I mean, they just love to root against them, and when they're good, it makes it fun. I, when Xavier wins, the number of towns they have players from reaches mythic proportions. Figure mythic polls. They got players from 20 schools, uh, 20 towns. No, they got t- players from 40 towns. It's <laughs> like I, I think when they were – when we were back when they were so great, I think they had players – from all 169 petty fiefdoms from around Connecticut, uh, Xavier, that year. <laughs> the and, myth- at least those that lost the games to them would make that claim. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of people who thought Xavier was on the rise. I mean, out of that grouping there that we just mentioned, um, I really think Fairfield Prep and Simsbury, both double L schools, really had a, could have had a chance to be in the top 10 at the if we played a full season. Fairfield Prep, obviously – with uh, Robertson and Nick Morris going to uh, Westlake, which is going to play the state championship game uh, the day after Christmas, according to Max Preps, uh, Jake. So uh, good for them. They were able to land to a spot. They had to really uh, do – they had to pull some strings to move out there, uh, out in uh, Austin, uh, to actually play football this season. So, you know, good on them. 
Uh, they got a great experience. And then and Nick Morris, who would have been committed to an Ivy League school, he, he's going to go to Duke now. So, you know, uh, he'll be in the uh, Power Five well, ACC. It, it is interesting to look at, though, because I did get to see a lot of the ballots. Um, I've, you know, put, I've passed them along to Sean. Um, a lot of people, and we have this issue every year with the preseason poll, and it kind of drives me insane, but it's understandable in that sense is a lot of, you know, people will look at how the poll finished last year and then they go from there and they don't take into account who left. Oh, look, I'm not sitting here and pointing out Shelf Sheen and saying, oh my God, how did we not get Sheen in the top 10? You know, John Frazzi's done a great job with that program, but you have to look at it on paper and realize that Terrence Bogan and Jordan Davis are not there anymore. They must have been hit, like, for Sheehan to finish fifth. They also were not rated in the second to the last poll, and they finished fifth. Well, no, that's what that's what happens in our poll. That's yeah. what happened, which is something else that drives me crazy, is that if you win a state title, you automatically get put in the top five, and I don't think that that's entirely the – that I don't like that. It right. literally so they, they it goes – it goes double L champ on a normal year, on a normal year. L or double L champ, L or double L champ, whoever lost to the number one team, whoever lost to the number two team, then the class M champ, then the class S champ. That's how it goes every year. Not every year, but it just drives me crazy how that happens. Obviously, Sheen got uh, uh, hit by graduation because I'm looking at the final poll from last year, and they're the one school that's not in this top ten. Uh, uh, I don't believe – well, unless Weston is in the top ten, they did not sorry, receive Weston, I'm sorry, Weston also. Weston finished seventh. They were not ready to go into the last poll, the last year's next to the last poll. And right. uh, so I will point out to, to people as a matter of, uh, of record here, the next to the last poll last year going into the playoffs, Han was number one, St. Joe's was number two, Newtown was three, Greenwich was four and Bloomfield was five. That's the way it was going into the playoffs. It did not end that way. And uh, I think only one of those five teams won a state title. Oh, two of them, St. Joe's and Newtown. Yeah. And two two teams in the final poll dropped out. And they were in Estonia and Maloney. They dropped out of the, the final, final. Right, and they both went to the, the semifinals of our yeah. call, Correct, right? correct. Maloney? Yeah, yeah. yeah Maloney, Maloney played hand for the second year in a row in the playoffs. And right, if I so. can give you the also-rans from the final poll last year, this is the official final poll. Okay. Mysterio was 11, 11th in the voting. Uh, Ansonia was 12, Killingly 13, Maloney 14, and Cheshire 15. Yeah. Cheshire was pretty good. Um, yeah, here was a... Uh, here was one. I mean, Killingly, I thought maybe could have been in here. I mean, Abby, but the thing with, with Killingly, if I'm correct here, if I, I got to look at it real quick, they would have been in class M along with right. St. Joe. Right. And I, St. Joe lost a lot of, you know, St. Joe lost a lot of, they graduated a lot of guys, you know, Jaden Sheridan, Whopper, um, you know, the, it was the great group, Morrissey, our player of the year. Um, you know, there are two players a year on that team. They, you know, Sheridan made the, uh, the coaches all stand and the Walter Camp player of the year. So, uh, but everyone thought that St. Joe in class M would probably, they're just so well coached. Um, they had a really good team. They had plenty of guys coming back. Uh, Hutchinson being one of them. And obviously the uh, Gatorade state player there, Jack Wallace. So, um, you know, that, that would have been a tough one for Kelly, but I thought Killingly, if they had been runner up there, they might've been able to squeeze in probably not who knows, but I think they're pretty well They're They're as it is, they're tied for 12th 
uh, in, in this. Simsbury is another one. Aiden Bochan's the quarterback. A lot of people like Simsbury. They got 10 points out of this. Uh, one coach told me that New Fairfield would have been a big, good surprise in Class S. That's why they voted for them. It was, it, uh, nobody else voted for New Fairfield except the one coach. He said, look, they, they were going to be ridiculously good. So uh, that would have been really interesting to see in Class S. I mean, who would have been their competition? Estonia, obviously, Bloomfield. Yeah. So that would have been tough. Because, uh, but again, but Bloomfield also lost a lot of guys. Uh, Class S would have been really interesting to watch this year, and uh, you know, would have have been a new Fairfield's year. Well, we'll never know, but uh, you know, certainly uh, that would have been interesting to watch. I, I would have loved it because new, new Fairfield's been pretty good over the last you know five six years or so. Uh, so that it would have been an issue. So we go to the 10. Let's get to the 10 here. I want you guys to give me an idea who you who you think should be the number 10, and then I'll tell you who the number 10 is. All out of the teams left and knowing where I voted or where I believe most people should have voted, and I know that this is an incorrect answer, but I believe the number 10 team is Bloomfield. Uh, I'm going to go – I have a rule of thumb. The, the loser of the Class S game is usually somewhere between 9 and 12. So if Pete is telling me that Ansonia would beat Bloomfield uh, for that – You didn't say that. Well, if I could surmise, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to agree with them. Bloomfield. And the number 10 team is, you're right, Bloomfield with 26 points. Nailed it. Uh, the uh, the Warhawks, they, had, they they lost some guys for, for sure, but they did have probably one of the best quarterbacks, returning quarterbacks, Darren Bryden. And Javon Massey is still there. And Javon Massey, their great receiver. Uh, and they had some defensive studs. They always have seem to have some studs. I think with that group right there, I think they would have been probably the favorite going into the season. I think they were the favorite. We all really thought about it uh, to win Class S. And you, obviously you have Ansonia, but Ansonia did graduate a lot of guys. And we're looking for some new stars. So Bloomfield, I think, depending on the way this shakes out, the way the rest of the poll shakes out, Bloomfield is either the runner-up or the champion, right, Pete? Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, I, I gave you my state championship winners as well. Um, and, you know, Jeff's surmise that I thought that Bloomfield would lose to Ansonia. I will give a little behind the curtain. I didn't vote for Bloomfield or Ansonia in my top 10. And I, but when I sent my state championship winners to Sean, I said Bloomfield would have beat Ansonia in the finals. Wow. So, so all, you don't know. The one problem is we don't wouldn't know how this shakes. How out. the bracket shakes out at all, right? Yeah. Assuming, I mean, uh, assuming that uh, Ansonia would have done what Ansonia does, which is usually you know go undefeated or at least win most of his games, um, you know that put could have put him at a two and Bloomfield a one or something like that. I mean, again, I don't I don't even have the schedule these teams. That's the hardest part about this is figuring out what the schedule were. So, um, so that was the number. I, I would 10 like team. to say something on behalf of Bloomfield. Per. per Per athlete in the state, I challenge you to come up with a, a school that produces a better athlete per student ratio. Yeah, they're unbelievable. I mean, they're up right. there. I mean, certainly Ansonia does. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not talking about like, the all the school. I'm talking about the, all the sports. Yeah, per capita, per capita NFL man. stars maybe. I, oh, Boston. don't don't get started with the new Canaan people right now. If you're oh, talking the, NFL the, stars. I'm not talking about NFL. I'm talking about their athletes. In oh, the they're sports. they're one of the best track programs, indoor outdoor. They're one of the best football programs. They just have, they have athletes. Yeah, it was my crazy. kid went to they went to the state quarterfinals back when my kid played, and they're all fired up to play his basketball. And all of a sudden, and the kids were all 
they're, they didn't have any great players, but they just had like seven good ones. And all of a sudden, what's his name? Michael Bishop, the kid who went to Syracuse, your Syracuse team there, the wide receiver. He's covering my kid. Like now he's covering like, you know, like uh, guys from Clemson, right? And <laughs> I mean, it, it, uh, he's a receiver. And uh, it's like the, their athletes are just, and you go to a track meet and the girl, the state, the girls team win. They're, they're just a great school for athletes. Great school. All right, so uh, we have Bloomfield at 10. So who do you think number nine is? Number uh, ding, nine. ding, ding. I'm going to say Ansonia. Jeff? Now, I like Ansonia at eight. So I got to come up with a. Well, Ansonia wasn't in the other receiving votes. and yeah, no, That's no, why no, I wrote Ansonia, him down. That's why no, I wrote no, it down. Ansonia, Ansonia is, is a, was a West, Weston's out already, right? Weston was West? not in the other receiving votes. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go with Weston. And the answer is, drum roll. Ansonia oh. comes in at number nine. 30 points, beating out Bloomfield 30 to 26. I just wanted to know I am I am two for two right now. Class S bias, the class S bias. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I just, you know, I mean, I picked up Bloomfield would beat Ansonia. I just, I didn't have either of them included in my top 10. You, you know, I laugh at those two schools because every year they come out, they're ranked. You never know how good those teams are because they play schedules where they're always like nine and oh and, and we're arguing like how good is this Ansonia team is it as good as this one or that one and then they come in and if they they play unbelievable you say oh this is the classic Ansonia if they lose you vote them 12th in the, in the state you know yeah whoever loses the S championship game falls out of the poll right. so Ansonia and Bloomfield were in it all year Sheehan didn't get a lot of love Sheehan won S Sheehan's in the top five and both of them drop out and she didn't beat Ansonia anyway. So um, just for full disclosure, I voted Ansonia number 10. And I had Bloomfield number uh, eight. Oh, see, there you go. See, I would have had Ansonia eight and Bloomfield 10. I'm voting the way. Oh, I'm picking right. them. I, 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 just, I just think Bloomfield was the, would have been the better team. They would have beat Ansonia yeah. in the class S. Yeah, Darren Bryan throwing five touchdowns yeah. in the state championship. Or at least. I think it's usually you get that team that, Loses in the final, and you know they made it, they get enough guys back, and they make a spirited run. And they 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 win it the next. Uh, I will tell you the thing that really stood out about the Bloomfield team two years ago that won the championship was Kajan Butler in their running game. Last year they didn't have that back. Yeah, you know, they had Anthony Simpson who did rush for a thousand yards, not taking that away from him because he was Mister Everything for Bloomfield. But they didn't have that punishing run game that they had the year yeah. before. Right. So. Uh, so I think they, the voters here have answered who the uh, Class S champion is, though. They say Ansonia would have beat Bloomfield. I don't. In a very close remember. game, evidently, huh? Yeah, I probably would have been one of the better ones. Um, yeah. I mean, I, again, Ansonia, I don't even know really who they, they would have had back, you know, because they, they lost many of their great players. Uh, lost to Sheehan in, in a barn burner, by the way, They're in the Class M uh, semifinals, but in a rain at Derby High School, which I was at. <laughs> um, so that was fun, but uh, yeah, so I, I think Bloomfield was probably going to be the better of the team this year, but you know what? Ansonia is so well coached, I don't have a huge problem with it, yeah. Anyway, number now we get into the, the, the big stuff, N- number eight, and I'm gonna preface this pick number eight that's saying, Well, I actually I won't say that, ne- never mind. I'm just gonna say, uh, who do you guys think comes in at number eight, 32 points? Number eight, number eight with 32 points, I'm gonna say. Maloney. 
Yes. That's what, I, I, I went back and checked the school. I went back and checked the schools that were not on the top 10 list last year and are still remaining is that one school has to fit in there. So I'm going to change from Weston being eight to, um, to agreeing with Pete that uh, Maloney is eighth. And why is that, Pete? Why is Maloney eighth? Yes. Why do you think Maloney? Well, why, why would Maloney be in there? Well, Maloney's got a lot back. Uh, yes, look, they, they went to the finals two years ago, lost a hand. Um, then with, you know, a relatively new group, new quarterback, new receivers, uh, they went back and they lost in the semis to hand. Um, now Angel Arce's back, you know, was going to be back at quarterback for his junior year. James Carver coming off a 1,900-yard rushing season was going to be a senior. Um, you know, they had a lot back. And, uh, you know, um, I I think this is kind of where they fit uh, in Class L. They also got a lot of love in, in some of the in some of the uh, polls that I received that I passed along as well. If he gets this right, I'm going to say you lied about the all 13 <laughs> other people. That only Maloney Pete nine. I that had only, Maloney nine. That only Pete voted for this. Full disclosure, let's I had. Let's hope it's not Maloney. I had <laughs> Killingly at ten, and I had Maloney at nine in my poll. So, and the answer is drum roll. Pete got it. Maloney comes in at number eight. Three for three. Yeah, and they uh, comes in at number eight, 32 points, and a first-place vote. They How did. about oh, that? Oh, from a, a coach or media? Vote. Coach or media? Coach. It was a oh. coach. Now, I don't know whether we should uh, – maybe we should, Pete. What do you think? That's up to you. You're running the show. I'm running the show. I, I must say that the one first-place vote came from none other than Kevin Frederick himself. You can't you can't knock a coach for having confidence in his no, team. No, absolutely, that is admirable. But here is the great thing about Kevin's votes: he voted for the teams that did play this year. So I give that one a little bit. He actually voted on the teams that did play. Yeah. his team I think went five and one. Oh, you I mean the Independent League? The yeah. Independent League did play. There were no games in the CIAC. You're talking about right. Rogue League because they played in a row. I, I, I will say this. This is where I want to jump in. We were there for the Southington-Hartford All-Stars game. And what did I say when we were standing there? You could put five guys from it, uh, uh, drag them out, five guys in basketball, and put them in AAU uh, game in a weekend, they could win the whole tournament. You try that in football, and it'll be disaster. Yeah. And so the teams that played together, you just if you saw like when Southington had played together against, uh, there were some good players on that in that Hartford area team. And it wasn't that they badly coached, but they never played together. And, right, and if, yeah. if you walk away saying football is a simple game, you're stupid. You <laughs> saw that like how intricate it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I we went when 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 we sent these out to coaches and to the media members, we told them have have fun with it, rank it any way that you want to. Like there were no guidelines. It was just rank your top ten teams with whatever you wanted to do, and that's the way he wanted to submit his ballot. All for it. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, they were good. Yeah, yeah. They and, and they would have been in my top ten at the beginning of the year anyway. Yeah. So. In their defense, I was barking that night that the teams that that played independently are going to be better off if they do play in February. So I'd be I'd be dishonest if I didn't think if I disagreed with the premise. 
Yeah, I, think no, it's I, I, I love the idea. I love, I mean, hey, listen, they were the only teams that played. He voted them number one because they were the best <laughs> team in the teams that, that didn't play. I mean, listen, uh, Tarver ran wild in their first game against Platt. Um, so, uh, listen, they were, they were, but they did lose to a t- another team uh, in there uh, that we probably might hear from later on in the top 10. So, uh, I believe, I'm, I'm not quite sure. There was not a lot of, you weren't getting a lot of information out of the independent. Uh, uh, teams for you know this reason and that reason. Uh, but Plus, our family did... gave us great stuff on the Thanksgiving Day dinner. Oh, that was a great. So, yeah. so yeah. he he gets an extreme pass. Kevin and Brian Frederick gave us some great <laughs> stuff on uh, his brother who coaches over at Platt. You know how Thanksgiving was. So uh, yeah, it might have been a little you know little detente there at uh, Thanksgiving dinner between Frederick. <laughs> but we love we thank uh, Kevin for sending in his vote. And listen, you know I'm looking at Class L. I mean, you know, I'm looking at the teams in here. Uh, you have Hand. Uh, but who yeah. is Hand bringing back? That's the yeah. thing. It's it, like it was, and they have a new coach. They had Philippone in there. I'm looking at the teams in there: Weathersfield, perhaps uh, Notre Dame, North Haven, New Canaan, Newington. Maybe, but Nagachuk even had a new coach. Um, so uh, again, uh, yeah, it was up there for them. They probably could, would have been a contender for a Class L championship. Anyway. Moving right along to number seven, drum roll, please. Oh, wait, that's that's after. Sorry. Yeah, you got, we got to guess. Yeah, we got to guess. Yes. Uh, this All one right. is hard. These are two. The two teams I have in mind are very similar. Um, they have an intense rivalry. Um, one of the best Thanksgiving games, a lot of people say. And I'm stuck between which one to pick. So I'm just going to close my eyes and think, 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 Darianne. Jeff? Is Weston really that good? I don't think we're going to see Weston on this, Jeff. Oh, did you say they're already on? Oh, you mean they got no votes at all? Well, he didn't say that, but they're not. Oh. They didn't receive any other receiving votes. They went from seventh to completely getting no votes at all. <laughs> they didn't get any. They didn't get any votes the week before, though. Wow. That's how the poll works. See, I would have said Western was down the bottom of like, the, you know, now, now that you've yeah. eliminated these schools, like, you know, uh, oh, yeah, it's Darian New Canaan. So he knows them all. I'm gonna I, go don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. It's right because I, I, got, I, I have my school. All right. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to guess hand. That's not a bad guess, but the answer is drum roll, please. Again, oh, all right, I give up. You can't, you can't, you can't just know. This is unbelievable. I only, I only saw one ballot. Pete must have seen 10 of them. I, I, yeah, is- all right, Jeff, I'll be full disclosure. I did see more than a couple, but I didn't have time to calculate them, and I suck at math. I failed math 103 my freshman year of college, and I, I did not pass the math B regions. In New York. He, I don't have an advanced region diploma. Stole a ballot. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, right. we, yeah, Jeff's going to be like, it's rigged. Totally <laughs> rigged. Totally rigged. Oh, thought, well, here's the thing. Now I know how Trump feels. Now I know how yeah. Trump feels. Well, I just went through and I eliminated the teams that I voted for in my top 10 that weren't there. And then I was like, well, then these two teams clearly got in. It's just process of elimination. Okay. All right. So Darian, listen, Darian was actually a pretty good team in the independent Fairfield League, if I remember. I don't think they lost. They may have lost one game. 
how, how did you how did you get stats, Sean? Did they send up smoke signals or did they send out uh, no, ca no. carrier pi pi pigeons? I wonder if they posted them on Max Press. I, I have no, <laughs> probably not. But oh, Darian did get a first place vote, which I was kind of surprised about. But uh, listen, Darian's been right there. They did lose Rob Trafone, the head coach. Yeah. Um, but you know, I saw I saw their one the one independent game. I did watch it on the Darian Athletic uh, Foundation net network there. Um, and uh, they, they kind of whooped up on, I believe it was Ward at the time. Um, and I think they did pretty well, if I, if I recall correctly. So, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good team. I mean, they were clearly a good team the year before. Um, they were in this, uh, I believe, what, the semifinals last year? They were in the semifinals last year. Um, oh, no, they're in a champion. Oh, they're in the championship. Uh, they, uh, yeah, they lost to the Newtown. So they were obviously a team uh, that it would have been interesting, interesting to see um, with uh, Mike Forge taking over his interim coach, how that would have gone. But a lot of coaches here, a lot of uh, media members uh, saw fit to put Darian at number seven with one first place vote. Now, uh, moving right along to number six, what do you, what do you I've think? I've got the six teams. I've got the six teams. <laughs> All right. So, so hand, if hand, I'll go first. This time. If hand has been hit by as, by as hard as uh, graduation as you guys say. Now, I haven't seen anything on, on any of this. List. My, 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 yeah, good you're, you're going in said he loved doing this, but the hard part was trying to find out who the juniors were last year. So, yeah. and so I, I'm coming in blind. I'm going to stick with hand as number six. Okay, I am going to go with New Canaan. Okay, that that those are your picks. Yeah, those any are our reason picks. why? Any reason why Pete for New Canaan? Because I was flip flopping between New Canaan and Darien between seven. That and look, New Canaan La Police, you know, went. You know, he he graduated. He went to prep school. Was going to go play at Cornell, I believe. Drew Pines playing, you know, on national television with Notre Dame. Um, you know they. Look, I was at the semifinal game, and I know that they had to install a completely different offense days before that game, maybe even hours before that game, with Drew being ruled out so late. Um, but they didn't look that good. Now, they have one of the best, if not the best, coaching staff in the state, and I would not put anything past Lou Marinelli. But I think, for me, the way I voted, I did vote New Canaan number seven, so this is at number six. I think that they probably were a top 10 team, but they would have needed to prove a lot of it on the field. Yeah. Well, the number, what are we at? Six. six the, number, the number 16 coming in with 53 points is, drum roll, Newtown. The class wow. double L champs. Ooh. Wow. Class double L champs. So that one I got in. wrong. See, Jeff, I'm not cheating. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I would have guessed Newtown that high. Um, but I did not. Bobby, who, Bobby, God bless him, wrote little blurbs for each of the teams. He wrote. And, he wrote the skinnies. Yeah, he wrote the skinnies. <laughs> well, did anybody have Newtown? What was the highest Newtown got voted? The highest a... Newtown got voted uh, was, I believe, they got voted two, the highest, which. What? Where did we have them last year? Two or, or they were they were they were two at the end of the year. They, they were, were three two. in the next to last poll and two in the final poll. Yeah, right. they jumped as, hand. As yeah, they, they jumped hand. hand. Hand lost. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, they were they were voted number two. Uh, that was the highest. The second high. Actually, I should say Bobby voted him number two. <laughs> so yeah, because he knows his team. Right, but the next Frederick's going to have his team number one. Bobby can at least have a number two. Hey, listen, he's a defending champ. Yeah. The next one, I believe, was I think the next highest was number five. 
Oh no, I had him. I had him at four. I had him at four. Um, let's see. I think it was one, one, uh, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five was that. I had them at number. I had them at number six. I can't tell now. Wait, um, they are. No, at I, had, I had them at. What did, you had them at? What four? You said I had them at had four. Them at, okay, and I had them at five. So their next highest one was five. Uh, I had them at five. A few other guys had them at five. I think that was the thing. I think, but there are couples that did not vote them at all. Um, they did lose a lot of guys, but from Bobby Patterson himself, we graduated a lot of linemen. You know, we have Jared Dunn and those guys as well. As well. Um, but with 30 seniors in street at the helm, I felt we would have had a good chance to make another one. Street was there, right? The yep. miracle street. maker. The, the miracle we, maker. And they're going to put the miracle maker at number six? No. It's got to be fourth or fifth. Jack Street, should mention, who threw that dime. Uh, <laughs> It, it, to, to win that state championship, what a great throw that was! Unbelievable. I mean, yeah. he was wide. I mean, <laughs> Riley Ward was wide open uh, down the right sideline. But uh, uh, Jack is going to be going to prep school. Good for him. He's going to at prep school. He's going to go to Milford Academy. Um, so uh, basically, uh, it's like the tweener between JUCO and prep school. Uh, so good for him to get a spot. I know that was a big, big problem for a lot of kids this year. And there's still a few more, a few months left to get some guys. But we had a pretty good, good class of kids. The, the top guys seem like they got spots. But, uh, you know, a lot of the other guys in Division Three, Division Two, you know, guys who probably might have used this year to catapult themselves into a higher, uh, maybe a higher college level uh you know, they just didn't, they just missed out. And that's one of the worst things about this whole mess. Anyway, so um, that was number six, uh, Newtown. So we're going to go up to number five, a big gap here. Um, actually, so these are the big five. This, this is like, this is, this is what the people believed in. Actually, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a second. Did you do math wrong? No, we, no, no my thing didn't total it up right. You did math Guess wrong. What? New Canaan's number six. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> no, number six. Number six. Number six is. I'm sorry. Hold the phone. Number six is Jacobs. Team yes. Jacobs. Daniel Hand. Number. Six. Wow. My my, my boy Tom Hambrick, the 315. Oh. Hey, Carolina man. He believes in it, and Hand. People don't believe in hand like yeah. they, they did after last year's well, yeah. loss. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were yeah, like, I, hand's never going to lose another game for the rest of, of football life in Connecticut. And all of a sudden, they're sixth, as, well, yeah. I, as I predicted. Yeah, as you predicted. I, I'm sorry I got that one wrong. I'm looking to make sure we don't have anything else wrong yeah. here. For some and reason, then we're going to have to record this entire thing over. No, yeah. Mr. No, Trump no, no. is right. Look at this. Look at no, the shenanigans. No. Shenanigans. shenanigans. <laughs> Newtown. Uh, so, Hand is number six. Newtown is number five. Oh, yeah. That's fit. fair. There that would have been my guess. No, yep, yeah, that's right. Jack, that been Jack Street, if you're listening, it's okay. All is okay. Number yeah, all is okay. So, Newtown was number five. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry about that. I'm looking at them now. Newtown had 53 points, and Hand had 49. Don't ask me why. Didn't on my Excel spreadsheet. Don't ask. No let, let me just say, I I have seen one game this year, and that was yeah, me too. One more than I did, and, and, and that team that I saw that night was really good. So the fact that they're going to be one of the top four in the state, 
all right. I, I believe that that's it. You know, I don't know where I have no idea where they belong. One, two, three, or four. But the fact that they're going to be in the top four—that's legit. Because I saw a good yeah. football team out there that night. All, all right. right. So that's so we have number five, number six. All right. So what's with Pete? You have something before me? No, I just four. I think I know who number four is. All right, number four <laughs> with sixty-nine. Votes, at the same uh, with, time, New Canaan. Yeah, it's New Canaan. I gotta believe right. that. Think it, yeah, I think it's Newcanon. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. Start. All right. So, uh, and uh, drum roll, please. And Jacobs is two for two now. <laughs> it was Newcanon. 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 Yeah. Pete. Pete's still uh, back one, on the Pete board. Oh, I mean, if you don't, if I was going to guess Newtown Five after you said hands no. was being clipped, <laughs> so I think I got one wrong so far. I'm I'm okay. He's a he. You, you're you're in. You're like the Democratic National Committee, man. You know all. <laughs> so what is so? I mean, Canaan. I, I don't. To be honest with you, I don't know a heck of a lot about them, but they're always just so well coached. They have That's the thing. Guys. They have an amazing coaching staff they have every La Police. year. Oh no, wait. La Police is gone. Sorry. No, La Police is gone. Time's gone. So. Um, Drew Greed is gone. Yeah, I mean, listen, they they're just so well coached. Lou does such an amazing job. Uh, yeah. You know, they've been squeaking into the playoffs the last few years at seven and three, but they're always there. They're always in there. They're in the semis last year. So, right? Yep. Three losses. They lost three games. They're, yeah, they lost finished. three games, but it was like Darian. Uh, they beat Darian, right? Yeah, they beat Darian on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I was there. But then they won their. Uh, Who were the three teams they over. lost to last year? Um, no, well, including St. Joe's twice. Oh, right. And then they lost. Um, was it Ludlow? No. No, that was God, why would I think that? Um Oh they, they beat, did they play Greenwich? They, I think they beat I think Ridgefield beat them. That was it, Ridgefield. Ridgefield, Ridgefield beat them and they lost to St. Joe's twice. Right, but there was a that was the fourth loss. I thought they got in St. Joe playoff one. They they got in or was it eight and two they got I, in? They got in at eight and two, I thought. Well, we gotta look at this stuff now. Um, this you is, guys this is great radio. You guys got to do your homework. This is great radio. <laughs> Let's get right this top three. I can feel it. Yeah. I can feel it. I can envision. Yeah, they were eight and two. They were the four seed. Okay. They had a home game. Okay. okay. Yeah, right, and then so. they beat and then they beat Weathersfield. All right, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, all right, so New Cannon then at sitting at number four. So that leaves three teams in the top ten. I can should, feel wait, should we give our predictions for the top three now? Yes, yes. yes. because I think that's a if good you idea. do three, then you can easily do one, two, I think. Okay. So, all right. <clears throat> Who do you think are going to be the – where are they going to be the top three teams? Okay. And, uh, and why – well, not why. Go ahead. Number three, I'm going to have Southington. Um, just because of the the South bias in the poll that, you know, obviously everyone believes exists. But also – you know, I called Mike Drury the other day for my stadium rankings, and when I told him that I was wanted to call talk to him about a stadium, he's like, "Please don't! I don't want to talk about Boyle." And the thing is, and the thing is about Southampton right now, you know, they haven't been able to get past that Fairfield County team in the playoffs. They played Darien really well during the regular season last year at Darien, and you know, a late touchdown kind of made the game look way worse than it actually was. Southington is a very good team. A lot of the guys are back. I'm going to put them at number three in more of a prove-it position 
of like, all right, you're here. Now go out and beat those teams that people say you can't beat. And I think with Brady Lafferty, they can do it. Brady really came to his own at the end of last year. They were splitting time at the beginning of last season. He was the guy towards the end. He got a little playoff field. They, they beat Cheshire in that amazing Thanksgiving double overtime game. And, uh, you know, I think this is the year that they could really make that jump in double L, except I have someone else who's winning double L. All right. So, uh, Jeff, uh, what do you have there at number three? I got, uh, got Southington number three also. All right. How about your number out. two? Tough out. So what do you got? So what do you got left? That means that I got two. two I got St. Joe's at number two. I have St. Right. Joe's as well. Uh, Jack Wallace, Brady Hutchinson. I mean, look, Brady Hutchinson had the best receiving numbers on the team last year, um, but he was also in an offense that featured probably the best running back in the state, Jaden Sheridan, and an awesome wide receiver complementing him on the other side in Will Diamantis as well as Austin Joe's. Uh, their amazing kicker was also a pretty good wideout. It was really going to be the Brady Hutchinson show this year, and uh, we were going to be able to see what he could really do because he was he's super he's super talented, very special, and we were going to see year two of Jack Wallace. I mean, year one, thirty six touchdowns right. after being a safety the year before. You know, I, I think we were really excited to see what he was going to do. And again, another team that's well coached. You know, year in and year out, very well coached team. Um, though they were going back down to end, and I noted that in my poll, I said. When was the last time an M team was ranked number one at the end of the year? Now, I know that we've had S in my eight years of doing high school football. I know that Ansoni has been ranked the number one team as a class S school. I don't believe there's ever been an M team voted number one while I've been doing this. And that includes the St. Joe's teams that have won state think, titles in M. I think Ansoni was number one as an M team in 2012 or 11. It was 2011. Two years before I showed up. <laughs> so yeah. my so my point remains. But they, they moved up to M one year and then won the state championship again. Second the second one in uh or the first one of the Ar Arkell Newsom era, I should say. Um, because they lost to St. Joe the year before, 2011. Then twelve they beat yeah, yeah. Then twelve they beat North Brantford and then thirteen they beat Woodland. So, uh, yeah, um, so that's... Uh, that would be... And then, Jeff, you, do we have the same n number one? The, the Cardinals? Oh, Greenwich, yeah. number one? It's Greenwich. It's my... I'm, it's definitely my number one. Um, we talk about players returning. And Greenwich last year, the good majority of them, you know, with other than maybe Eddie Ayuteri on the D-line, they were all juniors. And they were all you know, descendant, you know, younger brother juniors, right? Mason Muir. Everyone remembers Gavin. Um, oh, the running back. I forgot his name. His brother. Oh, Camizio. Kobe Camizio, another receiver for Greenwich. James Rinello, who had a really good junior year, um, was back under center. Obviously, they have A.J. Barber back. This was a team that they were sophomores on the team that won the state title two years before. They have the older brothers who have done it. They they were my I think I said it on the podcast last year at the end of the year the final football one of the year I said that Greenwich was the number one team and I'm not changing that now. All right, all, so with you have all that depth, and I, I would say the AJ Barber. Well, when were they supposed to play? Last Saturday. Yeah. AJ. No, that the Saturday been, before last. Saturday that would have been AJ Barber Day. Circle it in red. Circle it in yeah. cardinal red. I'm just really glad we got to see him at least in that one 
state championship game, which one of the all-time great plays in football history. Newtown knocked it off its perch a little bit, uh, a lot of it actually, <laughs> but uh, but uh, certainly the year before when he threw that uh, the double pass and coming down with it uh, on the high throw by, by Gavin Muir, uh, and then throwing it deep to Hunter Clark and ridiculous. It was one of the most ridiculous plays I've ever seen live. That is the most ridiculous play I've seen live. Um, so uh, looking back, looking at this, uh, your your guys picked. You guys went number three, Southington, number two, uh, St. Joseph, and number one, Greenwich, correct? Correct. The, an- the answer is, drum roll, please. Number three, Southington, 88 points. Number two is Greenwich at 102. And number one is St. Joseph with 107 points. They edge Greenwich out for number one for the second straight year. Throw some confetti. No, nope. nope. I don't get no nope. points. I disagree. Saint Joseph, you're sick. Second year in a row they had been since 1983 <laughs> or, or whatever it was since they were oh. number one or 84. And uh, they win it back to back years. Congratulations, St. Joseph. You are the winners of the. I am very. Medical I, I want to say I want to thank you to all the people who voted and helped us out in this project. Uh, the coaches, the media members. Um, I always get one rant in about the poll every year. Um, this is nothing against St. Joe's. The fact that they moved down because of the CIA system, this is not on St. Joe's, this is the CIAC system, has them going back to M. They, no, absolutely not. I think, I think maybe some people didn't know that. I think maybe some people forgot that. I love St. Joe's. I think they're going to be, they, they would have been awesome, but. Again, if they would have played Greenwich in the regular season and beat Greenwich and then won the whole thing in M, they probably w- would have been one. I don't know if they were playing. The schedules don't exist on the CIAC anymore, so we have no idea. But an M team, uh, no, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And I, I think maybe some people, maybe maybe we should have noted that. Be like, hey, by the uh, way, well, it goes in an M. Let me yeah, let me yeah. just say that Jack Wallace, I spent a, a night with him when Dave Rudin's uh, get together at the library there in Westport. Westport, he's a mature, wonderful man and a wonderful quarterback. Absolutely, they have the finest game day experience in in Connecticut, from tailgate to everything, the parents, everything, and I'll even change your name and call them the hogs or whatever they want to be called instead of their official name. <laughs> but I will not call them the number one team in the state. Not when the Greenwich Cardinals are there with, with Mr. Barber and all that depth returning. Sorry. I am I'm stunned. I, I mean I'm not surprised. I mean look it was gonna be close. I think we knew that. Um I just I I'm a little surprised. This is not how I yeah. thought it was gonna go. I'm surprised <laughs> I think this was more of a well I don't want to put them back on the spot again, but let's think about how they became. I will say this. They both got the same number of number one votes out of 13 guys. Right. Okay. There were, there were three number one votes left on the table there. So they finished tied five and five. So it was pretty split. But if you really think about it, did Greenwich play in the independent league game? Did they play in the independent league? I don't believe so. Yeah. Shout out to keeping that all secret to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're proud of yourself. 
Now I'm now I'm getting sour. There's, there's not now I'm mad. This was supposed yeah. to be fun. Yeah. yeah, this really took the well, air out no, of the they, they didn't. My point is that my point is they didn't play in the independent league, uh, Grant, as far as I know. Um, so you know, looking back at uh, Mr. Fredericks, Coach Fredericks, uh, Brian. I mean, Brian, Kevin, Kevin, looking at Kevin boy, Fredericks, Kevin, Thanksgiving meal. He voted for everybody who did play, and St. Joe did play, didn't they? Yeah, Bad they, Sons football team. Yeah. Well, they that's the one, thing is, should Bad Sons be should Bad Sons be number one, and should the West Siders be number eight? I mean, that's what they went by. If we're gonna get real nitpicky really here, I think you know. <laughs> once again, Kevin Frederick with the uh, with the votes there, uh, you know, making his. Uh, you know, he was one of the. He was the first independent team. They had a big national story in the Washington Post on them. Uh, you know, breaking ground. That's and, right. Yeah. You know, the defying, defying the the state ban or whatever it was that the governor put out. Uh, so, and, and he has the final say here in the poll too. Uh, if there was anyone who was going to have it, it was him. It was him. He gets the non the non vote of Greenwich because they didn't play in the independent league was the one that did Greenwich in here. <laughs> so congratulations, Kevin. Good job. Uh, congratulations to St. Joe's back to back number one. Um, it would have been back. it would have been really interesting to see if St. Joe's would have played Greenwich this year. You know, we don't have the schedules to look at. So I mean, if St. Yeah, Joe's they, beats Greenwich in the regular season, then you know, right. then I think St. Joe's was the number one team, and they win M playing teams that we know they're going to beat. Hey, look, it is what in, it is. We have this conversation every year. Yeah, you know, in it, it feels words, crappy to beat that conversation again. But. In the words of uh, Anthony Morello, we were loaded, and he voted for his team as he should have. Uh, that was uh, I. I voted Greenwich number one. I think I thought it was going to be Greenwich versus Southington in the double L championship game. I think we would have seen that played at Ken strong stadium. I think Ken strong is done. I believe, I think 2020 was the, I mean, it might be 2021, but we would have seen Greenwich versus Southington. It wouldn't have been at uh, new Britain. They may play. I don't know where they were to play that game. Uh, or maybe oh. ugh, who knows, but uh, I thought Greenwich would have beat Southington. the way this poll came out. New Canyon was probably the class L champ. Do you look at it? No. Cannon beats hand. I had hand. I had hand over Xavier. I was, all, I was all in, all in on the X. Well, based on the way, if the the way this poll cup breaks out, New Canaan would have beat Hand in the Class L championship. Newtown would have gone to the and Darien would have been in the Double L semifinals. So that's not too bad. Maloney probably in the L semifinals. Maybe New Canaan upsets them, and then Ansonia beating Bloomfield. Don't agree with that one, but uh, and though you have there, I. I if you look at the poll, it's not a bad way to look at it. No, it's Granite not a bad top ten. New Canaan no. overhand, right? It was you know a few surprises, but not enough to be like, whoa, that was crazy. What this? I could conceivably see this happening. So good job, everybody. Nice, yeah, nice job. It was a great poll. I'm, I'm excited. I would have, I would have loved to see Maloney make a run. I really, you know me. You know, look, I worked at the Record Journal. Everyone likes to, oh, I, you know, I played my favorites and stuff like that, but. Ever since I've been at the record journal, Maloney's gotten better and better each year. And uh, I really they have think the team with, to make and run with the team that they had this year with Tarver. I mean, you're returning a you know, basically a two thousand yard back and you're returning a quarterback who was really good as a sophomore. Yeah. I mean, that is, you know, for the schedule well, that they play in the CCC, I mean, they could have gone 
you know, nine and zero into Thanksgiving, and then you know how that is on Thanksgiving against Platt. Anything can happen. Not the more and more I look at it, Pete, I think Maloney probably would have could have been your class out champ. And I mean, no. maybe they beat Hand, or maybe they beat New Can. I don't know by I don't know by Hand. I mean, Hand. I don't know, but the rest of it I think is pretty solid. I think that's a pretty solid top ten. Yeah. I thought that. I mean, usually we're pretty much right about these things. We kind of picked. The no, well, except for me because I be right. uh, I picked Brantford last year in M. So no. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't vote for him, Pete. Uh, yeah, they thought I, they were going to be pretty good too. I, you know, look, I Brantford's great. Um, I play softball in that town. You know, I, we 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 had a sponsorship for a local restaurant, like Donovan's Reef. Love it. It's a great place. Limon's awesome. Um, but I will never, ever, ever vote for Bloom uh, for Brantford again uh-huh. until I'm absolutely forced to because I they burned me so bad last year. Or I burned myself, but. All right. Well, I mean, so there's your top 10. You can say whatever you want about it. I mean, uh, you know, Kevin Frederick uh, with the final uh, with the final blow there on behalf of all the teams that did play. So uh, good on them. Maybe that would have could have been their year. But congratulations to Joe Telvecchia and St. Joseph. They didn't have the, the greatest of independent uh, seasons, but that's if they had their full team and a full schedule. Who knows? They, maybe they would have beaten Greenwich and and won that state championship out of coming out of class M. I thought it would have been St. Joe over Killingly. That's, that's the way I would have picked it uh, if we did have a season, but you know, any, uh, any final thoughts before we call it a, and get the heck out of 2020. I I'm doing, this was fun. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed looking back at, you know, the players and stuff. And it just made me sad. Like, you know, I think I texted Sean on the Saturday championship that, you know, we should have been, you know, one of us at vet, one of us, you know, wherever Fairfield County wanted the game to be. Um, and, you know, it would have been fun. Uh, you know, it's just such a great – the football playoffs, and I understand why the coaches don't thoroughly enjoy it with playing Thanksgiving, then the quarterfinals like four days later, then the semifinals five days later, then the championship, you know, six days later, whatever it is. It's a fun sprint, you know. I miss going to the luncheon and doing the interviews for the previews. I miss – Picking the All-State teams, I miss, you know, the Walter Camp, you know, breakfast and stuff where you get to see everybody and, you know, just celebrate. And It it really, really yeah. sucked not having a football year. And this yeah, doesn't even include – these top ten teams, this doesn't include, like, the games that we go to on a whim where, you know, we don't have a team that just shows up at a note, you know, like, because yeah. there's always a team every year where we look and we're like, holy crap, so-and-so is 500. Or I'm sorry, so and so is five and up, and then we go and we see them, and we're like, you know what, this team is pretty freaking good, you know. And we didn't get to do that this year. We didn't get to see those sophomores who make the jump to varsity have a breakout year as a junior, or the senior this year who was sitting as a junior and didn't get their opportunity. Like we didn't get to tell those stories, and that that will always, you know, make me sad. Yeah, I'll certainly miss all those things, and uh, you know, it was uh, you know, it's just a shame that everybody's lives have been upended by this, and uh, you know, the, and we just kind of deal with the best we can. Jeff, the final Saturday with all the hoopla, you know, of hand playing St. Joe's, and then coming out of it with the Newtown miracle. I mean, that was so good that day and that night. So good that it was, man. Uh, that's tough to miss. I know you missed the whole season, but you also missed the moments, you know, and, and, uh, that was, uh, that was pretty special there. So 
Yeah, the kids are going to get to to uh, experience it this year as seniors. You know, there'll be better things ahead for them in life. Better things ahead for them in life. And hopefully next year we'll uh, – uh, let's just hope you guys pick the poll right with the guys actually playing. Yeah, because- dude, I don't – we're going to we're gonna have to start picking the 25 players to watch in, like, June. We're going to have <laughs> to start February. doing research. We're going to have to start doing about- some research. Oh, yeah, February. February? Yeah, yeah. Maybe February. What if we – sorry, yeah, we could still have some – some sort of spring season or whatever, or some alternative season. I don't know. I, I think it's going to be tough, but they're still holding that hope. We'll see what happens. Uh, um, so right. I, I think we got to, we got to bounce out of here. It is late. It is almost Christmas. And uh, I have toys to deliver. Following yeah. Following along. And thank you, Jeff. Thank you yeah. Pete, for all you guys uh, from their game time CT crew. Merry Christmas. Happy new year. And we'll see you on the other side. I love you all. Down Santa Claus Lane, Blixen and Blixen and all his reindeers pulling on the reins. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes.